Section 28 of the Science History of the Universe, Volume 1. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by K. Hand. The Science History of the Universe, Volume 1, edited by Francis Rolt Wheeler. Astronomy. Chapter 20 Comets, Meteors, and Meteorites, Part 1. The term comet, derived from the Latin coma, or hair, applied to celestial bodies which appear to have a hairy appendage, goes back to the time of the Romans. A similar word, cometa, or cometes, was used by Cicero, Tibullus, and other ancient writers. The modern astronomer speaks of the coma of a comet as distinction from the tail, and applies the term to the misty, hazy light surrounding on every side a small, central, bright spot which he calls the nucleus of the comet while the ancients distinguished between comets and meteors or shooting stars yet they believed them to be of the same nature and to be found in the earth's atmosphere not far above the clouds or at all events much lower than the moon the earlier and pythagorean view however was much more correct according to modern doctrine for it held that comets were bodies with long periods of revolution which idea like others attributed to pythagoras probably came from the eastern philosophers of unknown nationality apollonius the mindian believed that the chaldeans were responsible for this notion of the comets for they spoke of them as travelers that penetrated far into the upper or most distant celestial space similar views typical of the imitative faculty of the romans says humboldt were held by seneca and pliny the Greek philosophers in many cases preferred to disregard observations, hence the fanciful theories of Aristotle as regards comets, as well as other astronomical matters, were prevalent for many centuries. Aristotle even believed that the Milky Way was a vast comet which continually reproduced itself. The comet, with its brilliant head, flaming tail, and uncertain appearance, could not be regarded otherwise than as a divine omen to announce some remarkable event or to forebode evil particularly pestilence and war indeed for many years the death of monarchs was believed especially by those to whom the wish was father of the deed to be announced by these brilliant messengers in the sky in some cases comets were associated with misfortunes not merely as anticipating or announcing them but as the actual causes seneca's statement that this comet was anxiously observed by everyone because of some great catastrophe which it produced as soon as it appeared the submersion of Bura and Helicae, referred to the very brilliant comet which appeared in 371 B.C., about the same time that these two towns of Achaia were swallowed up by the sea during an earthquake. A comet which appeared in 43 B.C. was generally believed to be the soul of Caesar on its way to heaven. Josephus informs us that the destruction of Jerusalem was announced by several prodigies in 69 A.D., among them a sword-shaped comet which is said to have hovered over the city for the space of a year. Another classical instance may be quoted from Pliny, 23 to 79 A.D., in his Natural History, where he says, A comet is ordinarily a very fearful star. It announces no small effusion of blood. We have seen an example of this during the civil commotion of Octavius. When the comet of 79 A.D. appeared, the Roman Emperor Vespasian refused to be intimidated by the frightening interpretation placed upon it. This hairy star does not concern me, he is reported to have said. It menaces rather the king of the Parthians, for he is hairy and I am bald. 
not long after the appearance of the comet he died no doubt the prophecies of the imperial soothsayer were more highly regarded thereafter the ancient greeks and romans were not the only ones who took these heavenly apparitions seriously in france the great eclipse of eight forty was said to have hastened the end of louis le debonnaire and it was firmly believed that the comet which appeared a year or two previously presaged this occurrence much of the mysticism attaching to figures found expression in the superstition that the christian era could not possibly run into four figures hence the end of the world was looked for by many of the inhabitants of europe when the year one thousand approached so widespread was this belief that husbandry and toil were neglected when a comet appeared the feeling was strengthened nothing remarkable occurred however beyond the natural consequences of such wholesale neglect of the proper care of the soil famine and pestilence in succeeding years were the result the comet which we shall see was the famous comet of halley that blazed forth in april ten sixty six was believed to presage the success of the norman conquest and the invasion of england by the normans guided by a comet was a familiar topic for the chroniclers of the time the abdication of emperor charles v was reported to have been influenced by the comet of fifteen fifty six but the event had already taken place before the comet made its appearance gian galazio the visconti duke of milan viewed the comet of fourteen o two as a celestial sign of his approaching death a striking example of the manner in which the comet was regarded is contained in the contemporaneous description by ambrose pare the father of french surgery fifteen seventeen to fifteen ninety in which he speaks of the fear inspired by the comet of fifteen twenty eight this comet said he was so horrible so frightful and it produced such great terror in the vulgar that some died of fear and others fell sick it appeared to be of excessive length and was of the color of blood at the summit of it was seen the figure of a bent arm holding in its hand a great sword as if about to strike at the end of the point there were three stars on both sides of the rays of this comet were seen a great number of axes knives blood-colored swords among which were a great number of hideous human faces with beards and bristling hair the comet of 1472 apparently was the first comet to receive scientific study and not be regarded solely as a cause of superstitious terror a series of observations were made in franconia by johann muller of konigsberg known as regiomontanus by the time of tycho brahe while comets were not satisfactorily explained yet they were being considered on a more rational basis and the correctness of the aristotelian doctrine was as in other matters being questioned it was believed before this that comets were generated in the higher regions of the atmosphere but in 1507 on the appearance of a brilliant comet tycho in an elaborate series of observations satisfied himself that the strange body was at least three times as far off as the moon and also that it was revolving around the sun in a circular orbit at a distance greater than that of venus comets subsequently were observed by tycho and his pupils his observations in this field led to those ideas of the solar system of his which we have discussed it was but natural that kepler as a follower of tycho should have paid especial attention to comets in 1607 he observed the comet now known as Halley's Comet. Kepler believed that comets were celestial bodies which move in straight lines and after having passed the earth recede indefinitely into space. 
assuming that these strangers in the heavens would never reappear he did not consider that their paths required serious study for which reason he made no observation to ascertain their movements and test his theory before kepler jerome frockester fourteen eighty three to fifteen forty three and peter appian fourteen ninety five to fifteen fifty two had observed that a comet's tail always points away from the sun no matter in what direction it may be traveling and with this observation kepler agreed adding as an explanation the supposition that the tail was formed by rays of the sun penetrating the body of the comet and carrying away with them some portion of its substance this theory after due allowance has been made for the change in our conception of the nature of light is of interest as an anticipation of the modern theory of comet tails kepler found himself compelled in his treatise on comets sixteen nineteen in which the foregoing observations were published to refer to the meaning of the appearance of a comet in its influence on human affairs at this time there were striking events enough in the affairs of europe to prove any theory of the influence of comets on human life he realized however that comets are very numerous for he states there are as many arguments to prove the motion of the earth around the sun as there are comets in the heavens the motion of the comets was also studied by galileo in sixteen twenty three as a part of the motion of the earth in the copernican theory of the solar system but the first and most important contribution to the true explanation came from dorfell of saxony who proved from the comet of sixteen eighty one that the orbits of comets are either very elongated ovals or parabolas and that the sun occupied a focus of the curve newton discussing this subject in his principia reached independently the same conclusion a few years later and established it as a universal law by incontrovertible mathematical proof by the seventeenth century a considerable number of comets had been recorded john hevel of danzig sixteen eleven to sixteen eighty seven published two large books on comets prodramus and cometicus sixteen eighty four and cometographia 1668 which contained the first systematic account of all recorded comets it was a brilliant thought of newton's that led him to consider whether gravitation toward the sun could not explain a comet's motion just as well as that of the planet and if so as he took pains to prove in the beginning of the principia such a body must move either along an ellipse or in one of two other allied curves the parabola and hyperbola edmund halley 1656 to 1742 who had been a friend and active associate of newton's and had assisted him for several years in the preparation of the principia followed newton's principles in the observation of comets he computed the paths of the comets of 1680 and 1682 and especially the one of 1531 whose appearance was recorded by appian his studies contributed much to the material dealing with this subject in the principia especially the later editions in 1705 he published a synopsis of cometary astronomy in which he calculated 24 cometary orbits discussing in detail a number of these he was struck with the resemblance between the paths described by the comets of 1531 1607 and 1682 and the approximate equality in the intervals between their respective appearances and that of a fourth comet observed in 1456 moreover there was historical record of a comet in 1380 as well as in 1305 he at once concluded that all four comets were really different appearances of the same comet which moved around the sun in an elongated ellipse in a period of about seventy-five or seventy-six years and he accounted for the small differences in the different intervals between the appearances of the comet by perturbations caused by planets in whose neighborhood the comet passed 
he then made the first prediction of the probable reappearance of the comet assigning the date seventeen fifty eight when it would next be seen after a seventy-six year interval halley no less than modern astronomers was aware of the disturbance that the presence of the planets might work in a comet and its orbit and how its time might be altered he confidently announced the actual appearance of the comet but left shortly before his death at the age of eighty-five years the following quaintly worded statement in regard to the comet wherefore if according to what we have already said it should return again about the year seventeen fifty eight candid posterity will not refuse to acknowledge that this was first discovered by an englishman when the time arrived the comet was looked for by astronomers the french savant alexis claude clairot seventeen thirteen to seventeen sixty five computed the various perturbations which might have affected its journey as its path lay through the orbits of jupiter and saturn and as it passed close to both of these great planets his calculations showed that there might be expected a retardation of one hundred days on saturn's account and five hundred eighteen days for jupiter on christmas day seventeen fifty eight a month and a day before the date assigned by clairaut and in the year announced a half century before by halley the comet was actually discovered by george palich seventeen twenty three to seventeen eighty eight of saxony and the great astronomical prophecy was thus fulfilled a new member was added to the solar system the wandering and fear-inspiring comet was thus brought into harmony with the other members and made subject to the fundamental calculations of the astronomer whatever superstition had attached to these wonderful apparitions had now all but passed and comets were found to present problems no less interesting than other celestial bodies when their fundamental motions were known in eighteen thirty five halley's comet duly reappeared and passed through its perihelion within a few days of the time set for it by astronomers it was observed among others by sir john herschel at the cape of good hope in 1910 this comet returns again along the orbit shown in figure 30 it was first discovered by wolf of heidelberg on september 11 1909 in the study of halley's comet in connection with its appearance much attention has been devoted by astronomers to its earlier history particularly that recorded in chinese and european annals messrs cowell and cromelin at the greenwich observatory have carefully examined the previous work of hind and have found it in the main correct Halley's comet unquestionably must be identified with one that occurred in 1066, the year of the Norman Conquest, a representation of which is now extant in the Bayeux tapestry, supposed to have been worked by Queen Matilda and her ladies. In the more modern times, comets have been associated with some important development of scientific theory rather than with historical events. The comet of 1811, visible from March 26th of that year until August 17th of the following year, received the attention of Sir William Herschel, who discovered that it shone partly by its own light which developed as it approached the sun this comet had a tail at one time one hundred million miles in length and fifteen million miles in diameter dr olbers suggested that electrical repulsion was responsible for the formation of the tail a comet famous for the fact that it was the first of the family of jupiter's comets to be discovered was that named for johann franz enke for many years the director of the berlin observatory it was discovered by Pons of Marseille, November 26, 1818, but in the calculation of its orbit and other elements, Unke found that it revolved about the sun in a period of three and one-third years, which is considerably shorter than that of any other known comet. Furthermore, he established its identity with comets seen by Michelin in 1786, by Caroline Herschel in 1795, and by Pons Huth 
and Bouvard in 1805. Einke's calculations, after establishing its periodicity, assigned the date of May 24, 1822, for its next return to perihelion, and though on account of the position of the Earth at that time it was invisible in the northern hemisphere, it was detected at Sir Thomas Brisbane's observatory at Paramata by Rumker, very nearly in the position indicated by Enki this was only the second instance of the recognized return of a comet so that enki's work as an astronomical achievement should be considered with that of halley End of section twenty eight